Welcome to the Homegrown Remix Podcast. We will be tackling the tough questions that eat at your faith. Throughout the year, four students will dissect, discuss, and comment on each week's topic. And now, please welcome our host of Crossroads Farm. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Homegrown Remix Podcast of Crossroads Farm. My name is Brayden, and tonight we have three students here who are going to introduce themselves. Uh, Josiah Sanger, I am a, uh, sophomore, I think. I'm Autumn Friend, and I am a sophomore. I'm Harmony Carpenter, and I am a freshman. Amazing. Okay, so why don't we just jump right into it? What did we talk about tonight? We're in the middle of our series called The Way, which we're trekking through the New Testament, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and now tonight we arrive to... John. Amazing, Josiah. So what is John about? Or a few things that John's about. I don't know. I got here late. Well, what do you remember? How John, like, kind of focused on what, like, explaining what, how Jesus is and how important he is in our lives. Right, so John is part of the synoptic gospel, talking about uh, a summary of Jesus' life, and he starts his book by saying, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, right? So this kind of duality, right? Particle wave duality, just like... So I guess one of the questions I would kind of ease us into is, who is one person that you are the closest to in all of life? Who knows you the best? My best friend, Destiny, I knew her since middle school, so we've just been really close, and she's been part of my life for, like, ever now. Is there anything that Destiny doesn't know about you? She pretty much knows everything about me because I tell her everything that goes on in my life, so she's always there to support me, so she knows pretty much everything. <laughs> no, that's awesome. And could you guys, do you think you guys could be really good roommates, or sometimes, like, you don't want to room with your best friend type situation? I think that me and her would be actually pretty good roommates because we get along really well. That's awesome. Okay, Harmony or Josiah, best friends in the world. Uh, my best friend, Bella. I've known her since we were like four years old, and our dads knew each other when they were little going to church. And Bella basically knows everything about me, and I know everything about her, so we tell each other everything. Even like the stuff you try to hide from most people? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. So they have a little bit of blackmail on you, right? A little bit, So yeah. the good, the bad, the ugly. Josiah, tell us about the closest person you're to. Probably my brother. And you're the only guy in the group, so does Levi know everything about you? For the most part. Yeah? The good, the bad, the ugly? Yeah. Yeah, you've, you have lived with him, so that's a good arrangement. Working out okay? Yeah. Good. And so I guess... There's only one person, well, one maybe non-God entity that would know you more than even your best friends. And that's yourself, right? So you know yourself, the good, the bad, the ugly, even more than your best friends know you. There's some teeny percentage that you haven't told them, obviously. And so what would it be like if you were to clone yourself? Would that be annoying? Would that be cool? Would that be scary? I think it'd be kind of scary to have a clone because of books I've read and shows I watch where the clone can like act like you and then take over and try to get rid of you so I that would be scary. I think it would be kind of annoying 
mainly because my little sister is basically my clone, so. <laughs> I think it would be extremely annoying. <laughs> nice. Very good. Well, John, going back to the Gospel of John, he starts by mentioning God, and he mentions him with Jesus and with the Holy Spirit. We call that the Trinity. What does the Trinity mean? Um, like, you don't know things until, like, you have faith. Like, how the video we watched about the, um, the two people. analogies. Yeah, the <laughs> analogies, and how the Patrick did, Kevin, like, <laughs> it was just, sorry, it was funny. And the two people were, like, saying that that's, like, whatever, and it was just, Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Trinity means what number? Three. Three. So three inside of one. And so we, John, and we as Christians describe our God as being three persons in one body. So Jesus has always been with God and kind of been also the same person-ish as God. So how can God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit be separate and together at the same time? Um, God's in heaven, and he sent down Jesus, which is God in human form on earth. And then the Holy Spirit is, I kind of, I think, like after death, kind of, I guess. I don't really know. <laughs> yeah, the Holy Spirit's like spirit form, right? That's what his name is. It's, it's not just God the Father, God the Son, and God the estranged uncle. It's God the Holy Spirit who indwells us. He's the person of the Godhead who's inside of us as Christians. Um, and so he's really cool in that way. So if Jesus has always been with God, do you think that they always have worked together? Like if, to kind of talking about those clone clone situations, right? Um, you guys were like scared that they might take over or like manipulate you. If Jesus is sort of like a clone of God, how do you think they work together and how are their jobs different or similar? There is a TV show that my parents and I watch called The Chosen. And in several scenes, like the scene where he turns water into wine, he whispers, Father, lend me your power. So basically, I think they work together really well since they're basically kind of the same thing. I have to agree with Harmony on that because they are the same person and they work together to bring things to order. Because how things are going on in our world we like go to God or Jesus, oh, the same person, sorry. But some people don't turn to God, they just turn to bad things like vapes and drugs. But I think that people need to find the right person to bring them to God and Jesus. So how do you guys relate to the different persons of the Trinity personally? Do you find yourself when you're praying, you're like, praying certain things for God the Father and versus talking about different things with God the Son or the Holy Spirit? I kind of see them as one entire entity. So I guess I pray to both, like all three of them at once, kind of. I think of them as the same exact person for the most part. They're pretty much all the same person because God created all of them and he created all of us. So we're just praying to one person, but not the same per like the same person but not the same person because there's three people yeah you're absolutely right so they are all the same person and with that like god didn't even create jesus or the holy spirit they were with him at the beginning when god said you know let there be light jesus was also creator god with 
God there. Um, and it talks about the Spirit hovering over the deep, right? So the Holy Spirit was there as well. But they do, even if they are the same person, they each have different kind of roles. And so one of you mentioned already how the Holy Spirit empowers, right? They kind of give us the spiritual fruits and the gifts of the Spirit. Jesus acts as our mediator. And the Holy Spirit's the comforter. God the Father is kind of up there in heaven. But they also have different roles in the way that they kind of interact with us. So God gave us the ability to breathe, right? We talked about biology and bios life. And then we talked about Jesus giving us a different kind of life, right? John 10, 10 says that he has come to give us life and life abundantly, life to the full. And so it's a little bit, it's the uh, Greek word Zoe, right? So it's a, it's a different kind of life. And so what are the two differences between breathing life and Zoe life or the one, the kind of life that Jesus gives us? The life that Jesus get, gives us is eternal life in heaven with God and to where we don't have to suffer anymore, but be free and we don't have to worry about sadness or anger or anything like that because it'll be perfect up there in heaven. Do you guys know the story of the woman at the well, right? And Jesus, if you watch The Chosen, then you do know that episode as well. And so she wants a drink or Jesus rather wants a drink and then she wants a drink too. And Jesus says to her, right? If, I, if you drink from the waters that I have, you will never thirst again. And so I think that's a perfect picture of the difference between life and breathing and thirsting. We have to drink to live. And then also the life that Jesus gives. We'll, we will never, again, like you said, eternal life will never have to be thirsty again spiritually, spiritual water. I guess the question for you guys is, are you taking advantage of the life that Jesus offers you? And what does that look like in your everyday interactions? At school, I act like a completely different person. Like, I curse for whatever reason because I think it would make me cool, but it doesn't. It just makes me look like I'm stupid. And, like, how I say I'm a Christian, but by me doing that makes it look like we're not. I'm not a Christian. My friend, I was talking to her about Crossroads and Murder Mystery, and she thought, she said, I thought you were an atheist. What happened to that? I'm like, I'm not an atheist. And she's like, well, the things that you do and how you act make me think that you are. I'm like, I'm not an atheist. I'm a Christian. I'm trying to be a better person and trying to be the person that God wants me to be. A lot of the times when I was going to school, I'm homeschooled now, but a lot of times when I was going to school, like I still went to church, but I was too scared to talk about God with anybody because I was quite the introvert and I was bullied a lot. So I didn't really want to talk about it with anybody other than my family because I was too scared to. So I'm glad that I'm willing to talk about it now. Do you guys all know how to swim or ride a bike? Yeah. So do you guys remember how difficult it was to learn how to ride a bike or to swim, right? At first you're like, I remember when I was like pedaling, my dad was like running behind me, like, you know, and eventually he lets go. Or in the water, like you have your paddle board. And at first you're just like look, looking around, you're looking left and right. You're looking at the road coming at you. You're looking at your front wheel of your bicycle wobbling as you kind of try to pedal. You're looking at like your feet and they're slipping off the pedals a little bit. And the, of course, if you're a kid, then maybe the bike was a little bit too big and all these other factors that you're just like, oh my goodness, like I might die or like, this is really crazy. And your focus was all on survival. Like you just wanted to survive. And then you guys remember what it was like to finally just be able to swim or be able to ride a bike? It's easy, right? And it just comes so naturally, as easy as breathing. And so I think that's the difference between the life 
that it's just life living and mere survival. And then the life that Jesus has to offer is thriving, not just surviving, but thriving. And you just feel so light and easy to just walk on water almost. And so I think that's kind of exactly what John is talking about when he's saying that Jesus offers us a different kind of life. Yes, there's life, but then there's life more abundantly. So any last thoughts on the Gospel of John? How in the thing we learned tonight, how John was focusing on who Jesus is and explaining how important he is, I think that we should all share who God is and bring people closer to him instead of pulling them away. I actually really liked how Jack talked about how darkness can never overcome the light because, well, <laughs> I am afraid of the dark. It's a little known fact about me, but yeah, I always have a light on and that always reminds me that God will always shine through even in the darkest of times. Okay, well, before we leave, what is happening this weekend? Murder mystery. Murder mystery. Okay, what is murder mystery? It's where you walk through a corn maze and uh, try to get out of it, basically. With a whole bunch of clues and try to get the clues correct. There's a the maze, corner. there's a mystery, there's kind of a game. What else is going to be there? Um, donuts, apple cider, and hot chocolate, and there's going to be a live band. Yes, so all this fun, entertaining things. And are you guys bringing friends? Are you guys? Absolutely. Good, 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 good. I walked up to a random person, like quite a few random people, and I'm like, hey, do you want to go to Murder Mystery? It's a lot of fun, and there's going to be this, and there's, it's a lot of fun. And they're going to be welcoming you and just saying welcome to Crossroads, and it's really cool. It's one of the best nights at Crossroads for sure, hands down. Um, and it's obviously not too late because we still have five more school days before Murder Mystery. So definitely keep inviting your friends, uh, people at your church, people at your school. We're really excited. So do you guys have any sp specific fun memories from Murder Mystery's years past? Uh, I think it was last year. I brought two of my friends and my little cousin with me. And there was a section in the maze that was kind of like a circle, like a roundabout. My little cousin got chased around the circle like four times by a guy with a chainsaw. Huh. And after he stopped getting chased, he walks up to me and my friends and he's like, that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, when McKaylee was here and I, my best friend was here with me and we had Sean B., my carousel leader, McKaylee, took a picture with me and Destiny with Sean B. in the band. So that was pretty cool and I still have the photos. That's awesome. Josiah, what are you most looking forward to? If I was going, probably just hanging out with my friends. But it is the rut. I'm going to get myself the big old monster buck. Well, this has been a really fun episode, and thanks so much for being on with us. Um, we will see you in two weeks after Murder Mystery. So you've been listening to another episode of the Homegrown Remix podcast, and we will see you in a couple weeks. Crossroads Farm is happy to share coffee joy with you through the delicious Rich Roast Coffee. You can order yours by contacting the CRF office at crossroadsfarm.org. And contact us to learn about our innovative ministry curriculum, The Arms of a Servant Leader, a four-year strategic discipleship training resource. Follow us on Facebook at Crossroads Farm and Crossroads Farm RCI. Also on Insta and Twitter. <laughs>